Here post City. It's in. And again, Warren Speak has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on. Comes out with the ball. Barishevich to strike. Good evening and welcome once again to the Lion's Den live from Jenna Steel Stadium for a very, very special episode. My name is Josh Parrish. I've got the club president, David Svetkovsky, alongside me. How are you, Dave? Good, mate. It's uh, another good night. Good to be in here after what's been a, a big couple of weeks, a big couple of months. So nice to be back in your company. And uh, there's a special edition happening tonight <laughs> as well. We've got a, a special guest co-host for me, Jake Tchaikovsky. Welcome to the Lion's Den, Thank mate. Thank you very uh, much, Josh. How do you feel about your, your big, big break this evening? Oh, mate, it's a privilege to be on the show with you. <laughs> Take a bit of pressure off you. He's <laughs> the culture. We call him the culture around here. The vibes manager at the, the vibes moment. Manager. That's this place one. is always happy. You'll always get a hug, a couple of kisses every time uh, this man walks in, mate. He's absolutely a uh, real deal yep. uh, since he's come to the club. So it's been been uh, an honour for us as a club to, to have him here. Thank uh, you, sir. Appreciate love to that. see him on the field uh, oh. with his banged up shoulder. But to his credit, he hasn't missed training. He doesn't miss a session. And uh, we'll get that shoulder right and, and uh, get him out. Yep. Well, I was having a little chat to you the other week, Jake, uh, about you come over from New South Wales and you're saying, Victoria, where are all the stadiums? Yeah, well, every stadium in New South Wales, grandstands and all that kind of stuff. And out here, it's just you go into a grass field and everyone's just standing around the gate. So <laughs> I was just questioning where, you know, in MPO1, MPO2, where do we get those grandstands? And funnily enough, here we are. He's <laughs> come through big time yeah. with the big announcement during the week. <laughs> that uh, there are plans, preliminary plans, for a new grandstand on the western side of the pitch to truly make this this place a stadium that we can be really, really proud of. I mean, we're already the envy in a lot of clubs in terms of our facilities, but this is next level, mate. How, how has this come about? Yeah, it's something, I mean, there's a lot of things as a club uh, we continue to work on as an executive committee. Uh, I keep saying to everyone out there, um, please uh, understand and identify who your executive committee members are and go and say hello. They don't seek the notoriety, but they're all out there working their absolute um, bottoms off to make this club a better place. And not only have we got an amazing executive, but as we've always said, Josh, uh, and you've seen it firsthand, we've got an incredible number of advisors and people who just put their hand up to say, uh, what can I do? So what's happened? Uh, this has been simmering along for a while and... Um, Obviously, it's very important that we've, we continue to engage council uh, and engage our key stakeholders uh, to make sure we're doing the right thing. So 
the city of Durban uh, is aware of it. We've met with them, so the timing was per perfect for us to share. We'll always share um, the good and bad with, with our supporters. Uh, so we were asked by council to present uh, the preliminary concepts uh, to the planning area. So we've gone in that and from here tonight, so thank you for having me on. On an earlier time slot, I've, I've got a meeting in the city uh, with an incredible group of... of um, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to name all these people because I think um, we, we need to understand who these people are. So the supporters, if you do see them, they're all our own people um, who in their professional lives... Uh, run amazing businesses who have the expertise a lot of the people you know some of them helped us on the pavilion um, and we'll put their hand up and say hey what's the next project and we've uh, kind of started to forecast and to cost um, what this thing will will um, look like and set a plan so that this club has an aspiration I always use the word aspiration we have a plan we have a strategy that we can actually look forward to be it five years be it seven years and ten years and for us, we are more than capable of building this grandstand mm. and we'll build it ourselves. It'll be self-funded by our community. Uh, some unbelievable unbelievable sponsors out there who go, hey, yep, Dave, let's go do it. Um, some people in, in the industry that say, hey, we can, we can get some things done. Um, and tonight I, I'm, I'm heading down uh, into, into the city and, and I'll, I'll, I'll mention the team that's working on this, um, the designs, as, as many have seen, and we'll continue to share designs. We've got video animations. We, we want to tighten it up, and tonight the aim is just to tight, start tightening up what it's going to look like so that we can build it in a phased um, rollout. And, and the first phase clearly will be getting plans. We're hoping to get plans, permits to council, to get a tick, mm -hmm. shovel ready, and all that kind of language that these uh, planners use so that we can start looking at laying the footings, the concrete around so that we can actually, in the initial stage, have concrete around the ground, have it staggered. Um, oh, I can actually probably show some animations. Please. Of, of, you know, and hopefully the supporters, um, yeah, they can all see it out there. Um, but, you know, that's what it currently looks like um, with, with the scoreboard. And the plan would be from, from that phase to be able to go to phase one, which will be uh, concrete, mm -hmm. clearly co concrete block. But at a later date, we can put the chairs on. Um, and then from there we can um, build out and and this is this is a first phase concept we're going to clean clean this out tonight and clearly articulate exactly what it's going to be what can we put in there can we put toilets in there can we put canteen in there change rooms can we put corporate boxes these are all of the mm. elements these very intelligent people um, the team and this is an amazing team when you see these people no different to the committee and we'll probably name the committee before I go tonight I think it's important for people to know quite often people go who is it who out is it out there um, there's so many people doing some amazing things out here um, Michael Miskus from Miss um, Design um, has been pivotal in this Greg Janis uh, you have a conversation with Greg and he goes what are we doing next to, to Greg's credit, he might come out here one game a year. He's a busy man flying all around the place. He might only come in once, twice, and I would literally have to drag him out of here. Um, I'm with Greg most weeks, um, and the conversation for hours um, is Preston. Um, and we all know the family history of the Jenis family being here over four mm. years. And we clearly know that there's going to be a fair bit of uh, steel needs to go into this thing down the track. Um, so Mr. Greg Jenis is on there, Mr. Romeo... Um, Yurgiev, who's been one of the longest-standing female sponsors um, from Arki. Mr. Dragon Kotchev from DNA uh, Consulting. Mr. John Kirikides, who was pivotal to uh, the planning and the approval and 
the building uh, through COVID of, of the pavilion. A lot of people wouldn't know John, but John's a quite bloke that goes about his uh, business. And a, and a great new addition from one of the uh, parents uh, of the juniors, Mr. Adam Nuhia, who is uh, also the uh, son-in-law of Mr. Past President, Mr. Jimmy Petrovsky, who uh, is the general manager of uh, a concrete company, mate. Oh. So start thinking, yeah? <laughs> Think like I do, get all the best people, the concreters together, the steel guys, the designers, the planners, and that's how the magic happens. And a lot of people go to me, how, how is this magic going to happen at Preston? We, we have ways. Preston people have ways, but we, we still need to go through the the processes and the procedures of council to go and get our permits. But for our people out there, this is about us. This this executive committee um, creating a plan. We always pride ourselves on a plan. This club actually has a plan. Um, and yeah. I know you're going to ask me a million things about everything else that's going on, but we have a plan. We will share, and we always share any animations and designs. They're going to come out, guys. Um, and, and please come up to us, come up. I'll, I'll mention the committee here, you know. Um, this place does not function without the fiscal management and compliance. We've seen where the club can go when we don't manage it right, but the work Dobby Temelkovsky, our CFO, does is second to none, guys. The, these are virtually full-time jobs that be, people are doing here with families mm-hmm. and and with their professions. And, and sometimes, I don't know if these, if we, we understand the sacrifices. Mr. Luce Tisniowski, both are 10-year uh, committee members. Uh, Rob Ristevsky, who does um, a lot of work around now. Stefcia Ristevsky, everyone knows him. Uh, has been here from the day he was born in the canteen. Silvana Nomovsky, Zoran Tosevsky Tech, uh, Kathy Duncan, um, and, and, you know, everyone, Dan Adder, Dan Atanasovsky, um and Adrian Ginarelli, the work they've done on branding, leading the brand team and the merch team, you know, the work is, it's it's changing the nature of our club. Well, just to jump in there, yep. we do have a giveaway on tonight, speaking yep. of merch. Yep. Yep. So it is a $100, $100 PLFC merch voucher for our merch stand. Anything you want, uh, 100 bucks towards that. Uh, for the best question to come in on the Facebook Live. So get your questions in for Dave and for our guests later in the show. Uh, we're going to have a couple of players from the women's team. We're going to have Stubbly, Andrew Stubbly from the... Stubblinio, as you've Stubblinio. dubbed him, uh, from the men's team joining us at the back end of the program. So the best question tonight will win a $100 PLFC merch voucher, and we will announce that at the end of the show. So get your questions in, and uh, we're going to pick the best one. Um, we could even marry him off, mate. Imagine auctioning him off. <laughs> Single young bachelor, right? He's, he's probably Macedonia's number one bachelor, right? I, I reckon we should, Thank you very much. should open it, mate. I tell you what, we'll get free video filming at the wedding. I can get a reception, sure. hook up a couple of. I'm just marketing content at the moment, Church. and it's working. I've sold more jerseys with my last name on it. I haven't even played. I haven't even put it on myself. Well, how hot's the number seven <coughs> jersey at Preston? Oh, it's it's pretty hot at the moment yeah. with uh, rumours going around. Alec Urusevsky's coming to claim it. Oh, and we've, got, <laughs> and we've got the current the oh, current goes, number seven in the room as well. Rockdale Dennis is going to call me. Put him over here. Don't worry yes, about yeah, it. No, no, no. And the current jet in the room as well with a broken fibula. Unfortunately, Benji cannot uh, play again. For how long is it, Benji? It's about what eight weeks. Let's just keep a few things yeah. under the wrap here. Anyway, over to you, mate. Don't let him talk anymore. It's a fake cast, mate. That's the secret. It's a fake cast. Just go easy on we're just, we're, just, we're just trying to replace the number seven early as possible. <laughs> so, I mean, I was going to ask you, where's the money coming from? You've sort of answered that. Obviously, auctioning off Jake will be the the main the prize. The we main will, prize. On but a serious note, we we have the fiscal capability to plan and manage this over a number of years you know uh, let's let's be frank um, I don't think many people would have thought that we could raise the money for the pavilion and when we went out to these amazing people 
with with a proposition. Uh, they came into the tune of uh, well over two hundred thousand dollars, and uh, we know between uh, the club and our revenue and our forecast, um, the amazing work Dobby's doing with sponsors, with their commitments, and you know everyone can get out there and give a bit of help and donate some things, and and then with us and our power of our people, there's nothing we can't do, um, and and we're showing that on the field and off the field, and mm. we don't fear it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the number one question I had with yep. people from around the Victorian yep. football community buzzing me and saying, what's this? Seeing the renders on the on the Facebook mm-hmm. page, the post went absolutely crazy. Yep. Uh, the position of the scoreboard yep. and the sight lines to the field as a result, because this, uh, these are, I think, were viewed as kind of final plans when... Yeah, no, these are simply concept and guys, please ask any questions, um, you know. I'm the last person to say we know everything. I'll always listen and, and look at it. Our, our aim is to have a look tonight at the positioning of the score. We can actually move it. I've spoken to yeah. Greg. It's, it's actually movable. Um, and, and on the scoreboard, before I get a million questions, um, Nick from Tonga, um, Nick Lazarevsky, put in uh, the conduit. Um, now, my good mate, Mr. Igor Georgievsky, uh, was thinking that the scoreboard was getting a bit old because it was in storage for a couple of years. Um, and, and I can tell the supporters out there, he has gone and spent over $80,000 on a new new State the actual tel- television unit, yep. um, which is less power. So a massive thank you. These are the co- people that quietly, guys, go about having the calls, Huge. doing their things. You'll probably kill me for, for telling people that he's gone and done that, but he's gone and bought a brand new um, state-of-the-art, better screen that we're going to put up... Um, We've got a meeting next week with, once again, council. Everything's tied in. It's just about getting the ampage, the ampage approved. Yep. Um, I've actually got the words here. I was messaging with um, Lou before um, around the actual power. We've got to get you know two times 15 amp GPOs approved into the mains boxes. We're just a bit short of power from the build and everything like sure. that. It's not too far away. Um, a really good supporter said to me, Dave, it's... We call it muggy in Macedonia. It's like bad juju, actually lightening up <laughs> based on the success we've had. So, um, no, but we are we are making every effort. We can actually move it. So we'll look at the profile of putting it into a corner, which mm-hmm. doesn't actually, unless we create a new media box, help you in the corner telecasting games from the corner. Can we set it back a little bit or can we build around it? The professionals that we're, I'm with tonight will go over this. Michael will take all, all, all of the input and... Uh, We'll present it to council and we'll clearly continue to show the supporters. Um, and I'll, I'll probably mention a little bit later on as well with all everything that's going on. I'm, I'm hoping in May the committee will probably come out here and we'll, we'll probably do a members, supporters, um, barbecue, question night, come out and ask us anything. We'll show you everything, guys, everyone that's been into our AGMs and stuff. There's nothing to hide. It's, 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 it's actually good for us as a club to communicate and share what, what we're doing and, and, um, and how we're doing it. Thank you. We've got some uh, questions yeah. coming in yeah. on Facebook Live. Yeah. Uh, Jason says, hey guys, uh, exciting news with the grandstand. Well done. New, uh, news on the scoreboard, which we've covered. A big shout out to Mr. Jason Miloshevsky. Big shout out, mate. Hope you're doing well. Uh, he says, any updates on our application onto the national second tier? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's a big ticket item, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, we're awaiting, I guess, the, the next stage um, mm. uh, of the, the next cut uh, of yep. clubs that are invited to give a bit more information and continue with their applications. Do you have any we have any timeline on that? Yeah, I'm 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 in constant contact with um the relevant authorities making the decisions. Uh, I'm of the 
um, belief based on the information I've got that uh, potentially first weeks of May uh, the decision will be coming which is fantastic we're ready for it mm -hmm. um, clearly I think you showcased I haven't been on the show for a while so you showcased the 108 page submission that we made and, and once again the, the team so we, I keep talking of these teams that kind of uh, they're not an executive committee we put a couple of executive committee people on there we find the best experts and to anyone out there you want to come in volunteer you want to be on one of these committees you've got some expertise we need it in here whether it's you know sponsorships or fiscal or building or anything please come up and see me that's how these people have come about um, so we are ready for it um, was actually overwhelmed with the response we've got not only to the grandstand pictures but um, the piece we did on our identity mm. um, and mm. thanks to Nick Wilson who's ex uh, good friend of ours ex Melbourne City's head of uh, brand and filming put his hand up um, said hey David love to do a piece on your club and said mate you're more than welcome come down I think he encapsulated yeah the heartbeat of our identity in that video I, I, I know myself I just I, I love looking at it because that's a true representation of who we are and looking at the views and the shares. What did you mm. make of it? Oh, we got goosebumps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even friends friends of friends were yeah. coming and saying, we watched the yeah. video, wow, incredible. Yeah. You guys take it really seriously. I said, yeah, yeah it's professional as yeah. it comes, like an A-league setup. Yeah, so, mm. I mean, the, the national second tier, um, I'm, I'm hearing pieces of information that I'll share. I just want them to be fact versus yeah. me hearing things. I, I, obviously, I'm in a lot of conversations and I, I'd want to share them once I know they're fact with with the supporters we have all information that we need for the moment but it'd be good now to get the next layer of information i believe as a part of the next cut they'll cut mm. i think that we're at 36 teams josh yep 36 teams applied and good on you because i think you guessed it right <laughs> um 36 teams i don't know what they'll cut it down to what do you think they'll cut it down to 25 yeah, 20 yeah i think 20 to 25 they'll cut it we're hoping you know we if if, if we're the real deal They'll, they'll factor us in if they want Preston they, they, they can have Preston we'd love to be a part of it but we're not going to force ourselves on on anyone because we have aspirations to continue simply mm -hmm. to be the best club we can <coughs> be and, and we're showcasing that these people are showcasing the strength um, so I think the next phase is a, it'll be a $25,000 um, submission yep. um, on the next phase we'll get audited okay. by a professional consulting company and we're building for that we're ready for that uh, we're in constant conversation with members from from uh, relevant bodies that we need to be um, and we'll put our best foot forward for this club and for these people um, because I must tip my hat to to these people the the, the way they are representing the brand conducting themselves and showcasing showcasing this club I know we're the envy of, of football mm. be it Victoria yep. I've got a lot of friends from a lot of clubs and, and I say to everyone, every Monday I'll call the president from the club we're playing and I'll ask, hey, what do you need from us? Mm. Um, I, was, I was talking to a good mate of mine, um, Peter Kuakopoulos from Brunswick City, who we're playing mm. fortnight's time. We're playing them and he's trying to work out the best make, way to make us comfortable. Great relationship because he knows Preston's supporters will show up in droves and yeah. and make a good day of it. You know, Sammy, I call him Sammy Soho. <laughs> if ever, anyone ever wants to buy a suit, go down and... I'm going to make him Preston sponsor. <laughs> Sammy's the president of uh, Kingston, and Kingston was brilliant last Monday, but so were our supporters during yeah. the, the one-hour commute from the northern suburbs, the majority of them, one hour to get down there on a beautiful night. Um, it was a great game of football. Hey, we got three all. We got we took a point. We left. We could have, could have pinched it. Mm. Uh, we could have lost it. That's football. But the mm. way 
we are showcasing this brand, I, I tip my hat to, to our community. I mean, I, I was a little bit flat afterwards because of the nature of the equaliser, but then I spoke to my mate who came down just as a neutral yeah. to watch, and he said, wow, that was one of the best games I've been to in years. <clears throat> so you've got to put it in perspective. And I actually took a little photo of the crowd to put on Twitter, and I realised I'd taken the photo too early because the crowd was about double mm-hmm. <laughs> the picture I put up by the yeah. time uh, it, the game actually kicked off. So it's, it was magnificent. It's, I always say it's... it's I'm privileged to be in this position leading this club. It's an absolute honour, and it's an absolute honour. Most games I've got guests, uh, be it from the federations, uh, from councils, or uh, Friday we, we had the federal member from Cooper, uh, Jed Kearney, uh, who came down, and, and I thank Jed, and we'll do some more stuff with Jed. But, uh, you know, when, when, when I can bring invited guests here and bring them in, and, and, and they're just in awe. You know, I'll always flip a scarf on at the merch shop at the front, um, to make sure they, they know who they're barracking for. Jed came in a full red and black uh, gear. Tim Lawrence was in here from council. Lena Messina and, and even Julie Williams um, and the CEO of Darabin have said they're going to come down. So that's what our club is about, showcasing this, because for us to improve, to elevate our proposition and to continue to build everything we need to build around here, we have to have good relationships, and, and mm. we, we have them. We're, we're respected. Um, how's your sense been, mate? You've you've come from a big club in mm. in Rockdale and Sydney. Yeah. What what? How have you seen us through your eyes coming to Melbourne? It's the most incredible experience. Um, I haven't played a single minute since I've been here, and everyone we know that. everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. Benji's <laughs> over there laughing. Everyone, everyone knows I haven't played a single minute since yeah. I've been here. But we start training six thirty. Mine starts at five. Mm. We might finish eight thirty. Eight. I'll finish after all the boys. Yeah. So it's actually a place I want to come to and be at. And I'm not even playing. I. I love coming here whether it's training whether it's game day I haven't missed a session unless I was sick um, outside of that like like you said it's so accommodating everyone that's come down from Sydney you've brought them in he's got walked guests them around. Every, every week <laughs> I've got guests every single week coming to watch us play and I'm not playing but that just goes to show that my word actually resonates with family friends for them to make the trip down and then obviously the club be super accommodating big, big shout out to your mum and dad they were down mum and dad, a few weeks aunties and uncles friends big shout out to your mum and dad yeah. For, for making the trip down and th- this is what the supporters mm. mean to mm. to their parents uh, we had um, the Dibs um, grandparents in oh, on Friday and, and we rolled um, boys grandma in and the supporters made room here and bought them a wine they knew the Dibs grandparents and what that means to grandparents coming to watch mm. their kids play or Benji's parents coming from Queensland um, it's the, the least we can do because they're our boys they're, they're our girls um, and and we, we need to make sure, first and foremost, we don't forget who we are and take care of each other. Yeah. I mean, I, I met uh, Seb Matoshevich's yep. parents before the Australia Cup game. Yep. And I said, oh, when did you know? How did you organise this trip? Because they've come across from Adelaide. Yeah. When did you, how did you organise this trip such late notice? Because, you know, he was only in the team as an injury substitution the weekend before. And they said, oh, we didn't know he was going to play. Yeah. We just came down because it was a big game. Mm. So playing, planning an interstate trip yeah. when your son is at that time the backup goalkeeper, it, it, you know, things aligned for him. He, managed to, he started the game in the end, but uh, they, they had no idea. Lovely, lovely family. I actually um, bumped into him at Crown, I think, fortnight earlier and they came up and identified themselves as Seb's, <laughs> Seb's uh, family and I ended up uh, having a few drinks with uh, Seb's father which is uh, a not nice guy so we, yeah we just kept walking Reminder yeah. best question tonight $100 Preston Lions merchandise voucher to be one. so keep those questions flying in I like this one from Nick Dave what is the single most challenging aspect of your job as the president of our great club? Yeah ah jeepers um, for me it's balance um, 
clearly those people that know me have family um, and mm-hmm. I'm tested between my family my commitment to this club um, and my own businesses that that I run so for me it's it's probably that balance of the commitment I love the club <laughs> if I could be here mm-hmm. and, and my I'm lucky and I, I must shout out to to, to um, Mrs Svetkovsky out there because without her I, <laughs> I couldn't do this but um, she never says boo where am I going I'm, I'm here and you most people that know I'm here most most days most nights I might take a day off and I'm lucky because both my daughters are here however the balance for me between that the businesses and my family and 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 David time just to just to unclutter because this this job sometimes can mm. can get the better of, uh, of of us and I'm very fortunate to have uh, the big fella by my side we've been by our sides from little kids in in Mr Zakarevsky who we check in on each other um, because uh, we, we carry a load. I mm. think we carry a load. Um, we carry a res- sense of responsibility that's bigger than football, mm. um, but with the amazing people around us uh, and, and, and the supporters, you know, just, just, just uh, yeah, that's, that's I think, the biggest... Have I answered that right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think from my perspective, what I see is the kind of constant spinning of the plates. If you mm. Remember those old circus acts when they used to yeah. spin plates on yeah. chopsticks and things? Yeah. There's about six of them going at one time and, you know, you're <laughs> trying to keep them all... You know, keep all these balls in the air at once, which is you know a massive multitasking approach. But you've got, and I've, I've seen the team from you know our media perspective, but also yeah. across the club, the mm-hmm. teams has sort of built out in the last couple of years, so you can delegate more and more, and you've got more of a I guess a support network in place now. Yeah, I, I think we, I mean, and you look at even, um, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm hold, holding title of president, but my philosophy is empowering great people, find great people. Um, in, in this club, um, we have a great committee who's empowered to do what they're here to do. Um, you know, the coaches, they're, they're empowered to do what they do. They know what they need to do. So if we empower the right people and they're doing the right things, that's how we can really achieve what we're achieving. People go, oh, Dave, you know, how's everything happening at Preston? But everyone has got a role to play, everyone. And, and how do we empower the people? Like even tonight, this team, they don't have to go out to to the city to meet with me tonight at 8.30. It is going to cost me a dinner, but it's the least I can do for them. But imagine the outcomes for the club. Why are they doing it? Because they're passionate. and go, oh, 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 I contributed something. Plus one? Sh- yeah, plus yeah. one. You're more than... It's just around the corner from your house. But, Perfect, Sam. Um, yeah, but... Uh, Jesus. Um, so it's... it's it's Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an honour. It's an absolute honour to see the willingness of people. Um, young, young Steve, Laurie Rostevsky's father... He didn't leave here on the on game Friday. I reckon there's three or four of the the older gentlemen um, ambassadors here who who are at most trainings. They actually stayed back, grabbed bags, and helped us clean the pavilion. Most people Extreme. won't know. Most of us will stay back some some game after everyone's gone to two o'clock in the morning. Um, the staff, I think we have 24 to 26 volunteers and paid people serving food and stuff. This place has to be cleaned. Uh, Saturday morning after, I think there was six. Luis Stisniowski uh, and his family lead a brigade here of probably six people cleaning this before and after a game, and and that's that's amazing. Yeah, keep going, mate. Rack, rack All right. Well. Yep. Uh, you've got to get out of here for yeah, an important meeting, going, so I'm going to go quick fire yeah, now. Got to get through everything. All right. Social club. Yeah, and this is an amazing achievement for our club, and I, I want to be transparent uh, with everyone, and please get in there and support it. Who would have thought <laughs> mid-COVID tenants couldn't pay? Uh, it was a disaster in there, and, and I must thank uh, Liz and Lazer from... They, the actual business is Majestic Caravans. 
Um, we're very fortunate with the caravan industry that we've we've got their support from a lot of sponsors, but they've taken over on the longer term lease. Um, our beautiful social club, and probably ploughed in you know quarter million dollars or plus a quarter million wow. dollars. And everyone that's walked in, how have you been in? Uh, I've seen it from the doorway. Go in and have a look. Um, so you know, it looked like a different in, different place yeah, inside. Uh, it was absolutely. amazing. Absolutely, they've ploughed in our social club. It was absolutely um, a disaster. It was a disaster before they started. And we had started plans. I don't even know if we spoke about a high, the high performance center. We probably had on here. Yeah, Our plan we did. was to invest money, um, knock it down, and build a high performance center. And then this proposition came over from Laz and Liz uh, through our CFO, Dobby, who was able to, to begin a deal. Um, so there's a movement over there. As I've said, there's been directors who, who have safeguarded, safeguarded that asset. And this asset is very important to us. Um, as we move through the national second tier discussions, hopefully, that this club has a valuable asset over there um, that can be evaluated and put on our book um, that we make sure we take good care of it. And thanks to Laz over there. I think they open Friday, Saturday nights. They're, they'll be bringing uh, a lot of singers from Macedonia over here collaborating with us and we will, the club will actually be in collaboration running nights. So there'll be Preston nights where we'll have the nights um, we're working on agenda which singers and that to bring out and we'll make a big do's uh, uh, in there that are pressing nights with um, and, and Laz is saying hey make some money for the club as well so uh, not only is he sponsoring not only is he taking over the social club but he's also offering for us to make money from events in there which is fantastic for our club perfect venue yeah. for when we uh, auction off Jake for his wedding yeah. for his wedding yeah. mate free, free wedding <laughs> wedding ready. Sounds good. <laughs> well, with that, Dave, I think I better let you go. Have I answered everything? Well, look, on, no, we, we, we could talk for another hour. No, come on. All right, all right. Juniors, our yeah. juniors are back in action. Juniors uh, all went out uh, on the weekend, 410 of them. Absolutely supersonic. Thank you to all the parents out there. But even more importantly, um, first time we've got a junior committee. I think there's 13 amazing junior committee members. I think 75% of females sitting on that junior committee. And the kids are looking absolutely brilliant, hopefully. Uh, they've got all the gear on the weekend. And we are putting teams, and, and this is a struggle for us at the moment, we're just trying to work on the junior JPL, Junior Premier League, which is the provisor, that the right word? The provisor for the NPL license, mm. yep. which we're hoping to get out the year. Precursor, so, maybe? Precursor, yeah. Yep. So Sasha, Dan, Geraldi, and all the coaches are doing a great job. And we're about to uh, bring the coaching course here. So we want all our coaches, and we're going to talk to past players about getting their accreditation, their fee, C license accreditation mm -hmm. being run here at Preston. So some amazing things. And the seats. The seats. Yes. Yeah, the seats. Council's done a great job of, uh, so this grandstand ordered new seats. So we're going to, we don't know when they're going to arrive, but yeah, many supporters will see there's, there's seats missing and they're going, what's happened? Um, this that, that thing, I think, was built in the 80s, so all the broken seats are being removed and some new seats will be put in. Once again, thanks to the city of Darabin uh, and the team out there. Fantastic. And uh, just, I guess, your reflections on the, the season to date and the turnouts that we've been having and, I guess, the occasions that we've been putting on. For me, it's, it's all been immaculate and the mm -hmm. fans have been absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah, no, without doubt. I mean, um, I, I always say, uh, this is a what an amazing product, what amazing mm. platform we have for the supporters to come in here. Hey, I don't like doing things by half. I like being successful. Mm. I love this club being successful, and we are fortunate. The amazing people here, from Louis Artsky, Sasha, Dan Fod, and all the teams, the juniors, we want to deliver success. Now we're in a fortunate position. Both teams are 
competing. Uh, the women have gone up into the WMPL and both the senior and the 19s girls are in the top couple yep. of positions. Um, you know, hopefully that stays. And from the men's perspective, you know, um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's a long season, 26 rounds. But um, I don't mind sitting on the top and uh, and um, positioning ourselves. We are pressed and we'll continue to do what we have to do. Um, but we need to be patient. We are going to lose some games. So I'm, I'm an honest footballing uh, person and I, I don't want to lose any games. But mm. that's the nature of this thing called a <coughs> round ball. So we just need to make sure we... Uh, we um, Keep continue to behave. Uh, I don't like the behavioural issues. Uh, from time to time, I still get them. I had one from yeah. Friday night. Um, and the one thing I'll say to the supporters, uh, it's not cool, guys, to have goes at referees and li linos. We get reported, and if we get reported, it's not good. We have to respond. So please respect uh, any officials that come here. You're not doing the club a service by... Um, and you're probably not doing your own brand a service yeah. of you know being derogatory towards any officials, um, because they're just going to report us guys. It's as simple as that, and it's not good for the club. So we'll deal with it. It's not a major issue, but just just be mindful and pull people up. Yeah, we can all get carried away. Yeah, mm -hmm. just be, let's pull each other up, take care of each other, make sure we're showcasing the Preston brand. Yeah, every supporter who comes here yeah, and absolutely. backs the club are, are standard bearers. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got to yeah. protect our reputation at all costs yeah. because. You know, this is uh, such a crucial yeah. time for the club. Um, but on the whole, it's been absolutely fantastic absolutely. this season. We go to Boleyn Monday night uh, under lights. Uh, you That's going to be I know we're coming, mate. We're incredible. Preston supporters, get out there, guys. And I say, mate, if you've got a drum at home, bring a drum. I'm trying to get some saxophonists and some of these players. <laughs> Make some noise, guys. Our players, how's the noise? No, we I, want I, noise. Yeah, we want a bit more noise. We but want the noise, noise is guys. good. The noise is yeah, good. The noise, noise is, good. is good. Get out there and sing and... And as you saw, like the special last night, mm. uh, when young Tiana goes, oh, it's I love when the crowd roars and mm. you hear a goal and you just, Whoa, it's amazing. <laughs> It's what amazing. what I would say, yeah. the crowd is exceptional in terms of reacting to what happens on the yeah. field, and then it snowballs yeah. when we create some chances when we score a goal. Mm. That the when the, the the noise level comes up, you know, there's very few teams that can withstand that psychological pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the fans also can have an active role in shifting the outcome of games. Mm. Bring your drums, guys. Start from the first minute. If you exactly you come out, start chanting and. And that's our biggest competitive advantage. If you listen to Lou, you listen to players that go, oh, we heard the supporters and off we go. Uh, let's get in there. Get in there. There's enough of us. Start singing whatever mm -hmm. songs you want to sing and um, and drumming and making noise and the old Macedonia chant comes out. Mm -hmm. That's our chant. Yeah. That's our chant. Macedonia, just when you hear it echoing uh, around the ground, it just... just you know. Yeah, you submerge in the atmosphere. You, as yeah. a player on the on the pitch, that's... that's yeah. You, you look around the, the stadium yeah. and you just lift another gear. Yeah. You go up the next, next level. Well, with that, we'll let you go, Dave. Thank you. Get to your meeting, mate. Mm. And uh, we'll be much. welcoming a couple of players from our women's team on the other side. But first, if you haven't seen it yet, or if you just want to have another look at it, let's, uh, let's watch that piece on our identity, uh, which uh, sets social media ablaze during the week. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Lion's Den, live here from Jenna Steel Stadium. Josh Parrish and special guest host, Jake Tchaikovsky. 
I'm, I'm 50-50 so far, mate. You've got to up your game in the second half of the show if you want to keep your spot. Well, look, we had the president on here, so I didn't want to take his fame. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you've got to, you've got to be behaving in front of Dave. Yeah, you've got on your best behaviour. Always but on now, your best behaviour in front of Dave. <laughs> now the lid gone. is off. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined by uh, Ellie and Belinda from our women's team. After a draw with Heidelberg on the weekend, up near the top of the table in a new division, did you expect this? Not really. To be honest, I thought we would have come out with the win, but what can we do? It's better than a loss. Sure is. I mean, the the start to the season has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, you, you coming to the club? What's the story there? How did you How did you uh, end up signing for Preston? Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Just Daniel. Um, so pretty much, I was overseas, so I didn't like know what to do. So I was thought I'll come down here, and I got in contact with Daniel and. Daniel kind of told me to come down here and I thought, why not? Yeah. I thought I'll stay away from Preston as much as possible, but, you know, <laughs> your roots bring you back to, you know, Nassau Club. There you go. I mean, your your background, does that play a part in, in your decision to join the club or...? Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what did your family say when you when you told them that you were coming to Preston? They were shocked, in a way, because I haven't been to a Nassau Club for years. Like, from juniors, I was playing in a Nassau Club, but thought when I signed here they're like oh that's a first like you were I was at bullying and like obviously called her and I thought come down to Masso Club they were shocked but they're like happy in a way they're like oh bring the pride and the joy <laughs> down to Masso they can rip, rip their like merch <laughs> and everything <laughs> and their flags and when they won't get told off for it do they appreciate the canteen more of course they of do course. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic um and you know in terms of you know coming back and then getting a win over Calder Early on. That was beautiful. Yeah? That was the best thing. Over your former club? Must have been fun. Oh, sure was. <laughs> best thing that ever happened. <laughs> even if barely anyone could walk at the end of that game. You know what? Even if we couldn't walk, better, th- better than a loss. It was at least one. Doesn't matter. Some people might have been injured, but it's all right. That's the main thing we want. Yeah, that's all that matters. And Ellie, tell us uh, your story, because I understand you've, uh, you're a code switcher. What's going oh, yeah. on there? Well, after COVID... There we go. After COVID, um, I was, yeah, just figuring out what to do and then moved to Melbourne because I was like, got to get out of Canberra for a bit and, um, yeah, just had to adapt to survive, I guess. So, started playing footy and I loved it and then I was not really finished with soccer, so I had to come back, I think, yeah. What was your position in footy? In the ruck, I assume? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm picking up the ball off the floor. Yeah? Um, yeah, in the in the middle somewhere. Little rover? Yeah. Nice. Who did you, you play for in VFL? Uh, West Brunswick. How, that's that's VFL W level? or No, um, just one below. One below. Yeah. And how did, I guess, Dan entice you to, to come back to, to football, which you were playing in Canberra? Um, yeah, yeah. And then before that, Sydney, from Sydney originally. Nice. Um, Sydney gang. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I just, I just had like, yeah, I had a feeling I went to a new Elsa who used to play here. And then, sorry came to a trial and then yeah never left another another footy player yeah just convinced across <laughs> yeah how, how difficult is it to switch backwards and forwards did you feel rusty at all when you came back to football yeah it definitely touches a bit off after just it's complete opposite because i guess when you're playing footy you're just smashing it as like hard <laughs> as you can so that was pretty fun but then yeah coming back to stuff you got to refine it and the touch and everything how, yeah. how long do you think it, it took you to uh, oh, you know, get your touch back. <laughs> still working on it? <laughs> yeah, nah. It was. It came back pretty far. Um, pretty good after. Yeah, but yeah, still working. On it. <laughs> and, and what are your? I guess your first impressions of the the senior women's setup and the squad coming in and, and joining up. 
think it was amazing, to be honest. Like, coming into, like, a new squad, obviously, like, and obviously they're coming from, like, VPL and then pushing up to MPL, which was pretty good. Like, I enjoy it. I don't know. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are your, uh, my thoughts? Yeah. Oh, well, you guys are first. We're first. So, the club's doing very well. Yeah. Right? That's good. That's... Yeah. At the end of the day, where they've come from and what they're doing now, they're obviously doing something right. So, and I'd say we're doing the exact same thing. We're on the same path and mm. we're pretty successful, you know what I mean, at the moment. So, the club's looking good like what Dave touched on before as well, in the back, you know, mm. behind the scenes of the club as well is going far. So it looks like we're really, really pushing on all angles. So, yeah, it's good to see. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's already, I mean, been a few memorable moments. The win over Calder, a couple of ridiculous uh, Mary Free kicks already yeah. at the Ven. <laughs> I mean, taking on Burundara the other week, um, just to rewind, because we haven't done an episode since then, an incredible yeah. victory away from home at, at the Veneto Club. Um, not always easy as the away side going to play on a, a plastic pitch, but you yeah. would have been used to it from your bullying days. Yeah, but didn't like the ground. I hate synthetic. Yeah. I'd rather mm. play on grass. <laughs> Come to Sydney, everything's synthetic. Yeah, yeah no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. stay in Melbourne. Yeah, that's why you came here, oh, yeah? That's exactly <laughs> and, yeah. They told me it was just grass and that was it, signed the paper. Didn't there you go. The Contract, get it up and done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're coming in under a, a new head coach. I mean, how have you found... Dan's approach so far because um, he can be a little scary at first because he's he's very detail oriented yeah very serious yeah <laughs> yeah is, is it deep in the weeds in terms of the the stats and the, the oh yeah definitely uh, but I think that's video good. review it gets you like it gets your head in in the game and yeah. you just don't think about all like the mess that's going on you just think about kind of what's it say, like yeah the analysis and it's good to focus on that sometimes rather than like all the background noise yeah I want to ask about the Heidelberg game because that's, that's a, a slowly simmering rivalry. Because obviously mm. Preston and Heidelberg have, you know, rivalries from back in the day, big ones. But then with this specific Heidelberg women's team from the Cup last year, there seems to be, uh, you know, a bit, of, a bit of competitive tension developing. Did you feel that out on the pitch? Yeah, you could definitely feel it. Like, yeah. as soon as, like, everyone will try to win the ball, like, win the ball, like, on the other side, like, when Al, I think, so went to win the ball, straight away everyone was, like, going full on and then just, like... I don't know. I'm yeah. surprised it wasn't like a brawl at the end of it. Yeah, it very, <laughs> honestly. Very tense on the bench. I was on very the bench tense. Most of it. But yeah, it was very tense on the bench. Very loud. Yeah. Jake, how do you deal with playing derby games and oh. tense atmospheres? You're asking the wrong person. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honestly, they're like my my first grade debut in, in Sydney was against uh, Sydney Olympic when I was at Rockdale. So Masso Boy coming through the ranks at Rockdale. Uh, debut against Olympic away so it's the Macedonian versus the, the Greek kind of derby and oh you're more excited than anything you're not you're not sleeping and you're just pumped up and you want to give everything and you want to win every challenge you want to get stuck in and you want to actually sometimes do the wrong thing to get your crowd behind you honestly that's just as a player that's mm. just the, the the truth sometimes you want to get stuck into a challenge even a little bit later just to get your your crowd on your side especially if you know momentum's the other way so yeah is there a, a player in the team that, that gets the rest of the team going with a big challenge early in a game like that? Lisa, maybe? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay, yeah maybe definitely. So. Or like Mon, if they go, if something happens to one of us, they'll get stuck in. Yeah, they've got our backs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really good. I think so, Eva got pushed on the weekend and then yeah. you just see Mon just pushing back straight away. Yeah, <laughs> standing up for each other. It's extraordinary, the Fenua sisters, because they are the most outgoing people 
like on the pitch and the loudest, you know, especially with Tin at the back, you know, yeah. and stuff. And then I try and get them to do an interview or come on this show and they immediately clam up on me. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, how, do, how do you explain the dynamic there? The, the Honestly, sisters? I don't know, they're strong. <laughs> just strong, yeah. just like, I don't know. There's no specific word to explain yeah. that. It's great playing with them. You don't want to play against them, though. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> no, no, thank you. How does Dan, how does he G it up before a game? Like, how does he really, really get you going? Or is there a t- player in the team that does the, the pump-up speech? Oh, it's definitely loud music. I yep. guess it's definitely music. Hayley on the music. Oh. DJ Mercedes, yep. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Shout out Hales. <laughs> she hates <laughs> She's on next then. <laughs> She's got to get the DJ decks then. Oh, uh, yeah, that's me actually. Oh, that's <laughs> you. Oh. Uh, then you can both DJ. Nah, solo here. <laughs> Do you have any pre-game rituals, superstitions? Not really, just pump the music in a loud car. Yep. <laughs> Rock up in a loud car, that's it. Mm. Yeah, no. Still, still fine-tuning it, I think. <laughs> What's yeah. what's the weirdest superstition among the uh, the boys? Okay, I'll tell you, Jordan Figon. Every single game, the night before, he will go to Woolworths and he will buy uh, apple pie and he'll get vanilla ice cream and he'll make sure he has a whole bowl of that every uh, pre-game. Yeah, hot apple pie with uh, vanilla ice cream. So if anyone's talking about you know the healthy stuff and before the game and if he's scoring, we'll that's what you know is working and if it's not well kids just make sure you don't copy the same <laughs> same thing yeah. the sugar rush yeah yeah exactly oh, honestly we've, we go to Woolworths every Friday night just to go grab it for him and it's <laughs> to be fair I was never a fan of apple pie myself but now I actually yeah. it's, it's a good, terrible influence it's a good little mix as well yeah the, the hot and the cold <laughs> bit of a it's mix good, why yeah. not so that's that's one of his um, either way the boys in the change room, everyone's pretty loud in, like, with the music and stuff like that. Gets their head in the games. Even if some of the boys put their own music in as well, everyone's a little bit different. But um, like obviously what everyone's doing at the moment seems to be working and I hope they just keep going that way. I, mean, I remember asking Dan sort of start of the year, what's what's the goal? What's the realistic game? And he said, well, I guess we'll know over the first few rounds. But he was optimistic about pushing for finals. I mean, the first few rounds of the season seem to have borne that out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think if we keep going the way we're going, um, keep like positivity and just keep grinding, I think we all really want it, which is really good to see. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of uh, your personal goal, you know, coming here, coming to a new a new city, a new club, do you have any any things that you've set yourself oh. that you want to do before the end of the year? I guess just get as fit as I can this season, um, get back into it. And yeah, I just want to see how far like, I guess can go this season and yeah, just keep pushing. Yeah, just keen. Myself, I don't know. I reckon coming to a new club, being top of the table would be nice. Even if we win like a C Cup as well, would be oh. nice. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> taking well, that and taking the plate as well. I was going to say, long away trip for the next round, North Geelong. Yeah, will be fun. How do you go about getting down to North Geelong on a presumably a weeknight oh, a cup game? Who knows? <laughs> Finish work early and then head straight down there. <laughs> Do you get leeway from your employee to, to work yeah, around your football do. Yeah, I actually do. So my bosses are pretty good. So they watch football as well. They watch Melbourne City. They watch our games as well live. So even if they are at work late or something, they sometimes they'll try to come down, which they're pretty good at least. I can go and try get out early, So which is good. So hopefully if it is a weekday, they'll be a bit lenient so I can go straight to, straight to the game because I am an hour probably and 10 from Geelong. <laughs> What's the what's the uh, off the pitch situation? Are you working, studying? Uh, yeah, working. Yeah, and boss is pretty into soccer too, which is great. 
Oh, this is, yeah. this is a nice convenient. Yeah. You got a soccer mad boss too? Yeah, well, hey, I finish work at four every day pretty much so I can come here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they're, they're start of the crack of dawn though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, they're pretty flexible. I do pick and choose my hours, but they're always, you know, like appropriate to my workload and whatnot. So, but they're very accommodating with leaving early to come to training and games and stuff. So I'm never really late here. And I'm, like I said to you, I always like to be first. So... Yeah, one of those guys. <laughs> How many times have you usually used the shoulder excuse this season? Oh, it's all, it's well, all. I've been able to use it whenever I want. Really. <laughs> like I, I trained on Monday night and then Josh says, oh, you got a co-host, so tonight I'm not training and then back on Friday I'll be training again because, um, yeah, I might be getting some minutes before a shoulder reconstruction in a few weeks' time. So just, uh, just keep posted. <laughs> Louis Osefsky, where is he? Louis Osefsky? He knows, he knows the little bit we've got going on, so he said, um, yeah, look, if you're Pascoval, I'm not playing, but if you're not, then come down and watch it just in case <laughs> <laughs> he's determined to get on the pitch at some point <laughs> otherwise I've, I've even got to create an email <laughs> <laughs> well go on plug your next game where do we go watch you oh I don't know <laughs> <laughs> you haven't looked at the fixture at home Friday night Friday night, big Friday night, under the lights. Make sure you come and support our senior women's team. We're going to take a really short break, and on the other side, we've got Andrew Stubley joining us from the senior men's, but uh, from uh, Belinda and, e- and Ellie, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. For the final time this evening, welcome back to the Lion's Den and a reminder, $100 PLFC merch voucher to be given out at the end of the show. So get your questions in. Best question wins $100 to spend at our merch store and modelling some of that merch now. Uh, if you want to stand up for us. Oh, uh, no. Stitch up straight away. Uh, Here we go. The, the perfect the dress. fit. The perfect yeah. fit. We're just, we're just going to say quickly as well, if you do, if you do win the $100 merchandise, well, we will provide you yeah. with the right size yep. for your apparel. Child's apparel. medium. That, was, that definitely belongs to Andrew Stubley and wasn't a uh, last minute This is Chris Capone's actually. <laughs> well, yep. welcome, mate. Thank you. Yeah, you made you made a big impact in your first few weeks uh, in the senior team with your uh, mazy runs from right back. What I want to know first and foremost: mm. that goal against Kingston, I gave it to you. Yep. Was it yours, really? Uh, the keeper touched it, went in. Uh, no one else touched it. I, I heard your commentary exactly what it was. No, one, no defender touched it. No one else touched it. Went in, fix. He was he was around near the ball. It was fine. Um, but uh, it was definitely a cut back. Yeah. There, was, there was no way I was shooting that. <laughs> I'd say no if, if you do enough work, care. if you do enough work to put the ball in that position, yeah. I'd give it. Yeah. I'd give it to exactly. you as well. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So yeah. nice. They can't stops. Oh, yeah. Look, we don't we don't have the definitive camera angle to show whether it was on or off target. Yeah, who's doesn't matter that? if you meant it. I'm giving mm. it to you. Who's who's camera angle? I had a look at it a few times. I had no idea what was going on. It was it was a tough filming position. We were we were leaning the camera out of a portable classroom. Um, window, so right. it's a it was a difficult it was a difficult one in that ground. We don't always have the luxury of our okay. our beautiful scoreboard tower that we can just pan left and right. It's, okay. it's a super cinch. But uh, how have you found it last few weeks, mate? A few good wins, top of the table on goal difference. It's tied up there, but uh, it's yeah. going well so far. Yeah, it's been good. A um, few good wins. We had uh, the tough draw, obviously against Kingston, um, and then nearly uh, could have been another draw this week, but we uh, scraped scraped another win, which is awesome. Uh, it's honestly just been really good to be out there. Um, the boys have been uh, really helpful, um, kind of guiding me as I come back into it. Um, 
a lot of uh, coaching to kind of uh, see where the boys are. We're obviously top of the table, so to come into that and uh, just play my part has been awesome. I think, uh, what, who do we have this week? We got, um, who do we Bulleen have this week? on Monday night. Bulleen on Monday. Another Monday to Friday yeah, turnaround. That's the worst. Um, <laughs> the four, and then uh, Friday again, I'm just going to just be terrible. But um, yeah, it's just been really good to kind of prepare us for that. Uh, we know exactly what's coming up. We know the pitch that we're going to play on. We know the opponents. Uh, it's been really good and um, I don't I don't feel underprepared for any, any game that I have, any opponent that I'm about to face or uh, they just give me um, free reign to do I don't know, uh, what what I like to do and just go out there and run mm. which has been awesome yeah. yeah yeah, definitely and you know one question I just want to quickly get this out there who's mm. your favourite player in the team uh, playing or not playing oh both oh, just you in Thank general you. yeah just I, just, okay. I just wanted yeah. everyone yeah. at the club no sorry he yeah. said favourite player and yeah. I don't believe you player oh it's a walkout you know, no. I'm sorry no. <laughs> next week on the not Josh Parrish <laughs> show the guy that talks <laughs> Still my favourite. I love yourselves. Now, look, honestly, um, seeing you obviously join back mm. into the to the squad, especially in the starting eleven on a weekly basis, you know how much I've been a supporter of you yep. since pre-season, yep. even when we were playing together. When I was mm. playing, thanks, Josh. Um, yeah, it's been really, really good to see you excel and stuff yep. like that. But mm. in terms of the team, what do you want to see us do a little bit better um, in games? Would you be talking about where? We should be seeing these games a little bit more out of three, four goals, you know what I mean? Instead of scraping them in the 90th minute, 2-1, or the Kingston where it was 3-3 three, three when we went up and, you know, 96th minute, etc. Yeah. What do you What do you think? Um, we were playing against oh, Kingston, for example. They're well, third or second at the moment. They're a good mm. team. Um, we got we got three goals uh, away, which has been awesome. Um, but I don't know what our highest goal tally has been um, mm. three seems pretty high for us we don't kill games off mm. I'd love to go into half time three four goals and we can kind of sit back a little bit mm. um, but we haven't really had that but uh, credit to some of the teams that come they have a plan we're able to break them down the second half uh, we know how good we are we know how we can run over teams uh, we can see how bench is a lot better than some of the other teams as well they yeah. uh, impact sub comes on and make an impact it's been yeah. um, incredible figs over there uh, two goals off the bench against Lange came on made an impact mm. um, yeah, we have, yeah. yeah we have 25 players we've got 27 players and um, yeah we really show that each yeah. week which has been awesome yeah. it kind of looks like that after the 60th minute when we do kind of start to make subs mm. even if it's you know one, two, three players that come on at a time we're really cool games and mm. op- opponents especially on the left and right flanks mm. um, so look I think what we need to do more, I think, is start like that, as if we're all fresh and yep. ready to go. Even if it's a high block that we're playing against, we're going to need to find the solution to breaking them down in that first 20 minutes that we talk about. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys kind of see the same, mm. but from watching on the sideline, it's almost like the same every week where I think we just need to, you know, how we finish games or how we, you know, when we bring in subs on and playing that well, do that in the first half, kill them off, yep. and then just have a bit more fun where we're, like you said, we don't really score past three goals, mm. where we have the the potential and the ability to be scoring four or five goals a game. Yeah, totally. I, th- I, I think we should be killing games a lot earlier than what we do, yeah. but that's just what I see on the sideline, mm. and it's never due to application from the players. It's more so, you know, making the right decisions at the right time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think um, going on that 60th minute onwards, we're a lot fitter than the other teams as yeah. well, and we know that. Um, so even if we are... One nil down, we mm. are one all or whatever it is. We know we're going to absolutely just keep running, keep yeah. going, keep playing out wide, keep coming in. Um, and teams are going to tire, teams are going to um, make mistakes and we know what's coming. So yeah. it's good to kind of see the boys um, really doing well with that and mm. 
don't know, we're one nil down, 60th minute, 80th minute, whatever. We know that we can turn around, and make it three or four or whatever. So yeah. um, Dandy, we saw that. Yeah, uh, Lange, we saw that. Um, even Kingston, one nil down, two one down. Yeah, so we know that no matter what, we can come back. Which has been good. I mean, I, I think the other challenge with playing at Preston is you tend to get the best of the other teams yep. because they want to beat Preston so badly. Mm-hmm. And we, the reputation precedes us with the supporters and yep. everything, the size of the club and the successive promotions that we've had, that you tend to get, you know, the opposition's best effort, whether it's mm. like we saw on Friday mm. night with Kingston, uh, with Northcote City setting up within that incredibly deep block mm. or whether it's teams coming at us a bit more like Kingston did. Yep. You know, that whatever they're good at, they tend to double down on and mm. give a especially best effort. And you're talking about killing games off mm. just the psychological impact of being two goals up and then copying one when you've dominated for 95 percent of the yeah. game that can play on your mind a little bit mm. in the final few minutes yeah definitely um i think so i played for box hill uh before this and we came and did exactly the same thing as what Northgate did yeah. uh we came here and we knew we got pumped up for the whole week pumped up for two weeks before it um so teams definitely come here and know what we're about know we're the best team in the comp um what they're going to get from us week in, week out. Uh, I've seen the footage. I've seen that. They just need to bring uh, their best and see what they can do. And Northcote had a game plan. They stuck to it. Um, obviously, didn't work out too well. Um, but that last five minutes was, I was on the bench, um, was a little shaky to watch. I think it was more, um, yeah, we get those three or four in the first half. That mm. game's done. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think... Even if you score once in the first mm. 10 minutes, yeah. it's a totally different <laughs> yeah, contest. Mm. But yeah, it was, it was a nervy finish, I must yep. say, on my end. Yep. I was trying not to let it show in the call, but <laughs> my yep. teeth were just about, I was mm. about gnawing my fingernails off. Yep, yep. When the ball dropped, it was about, <laughs> oh, I don't know, two minutes to go, three minutes to go. Deja vu. Oh, yeah, literally, it, was, yeah. No, it wasn't good. Six minutes mm. going up on the board didn't mm. help either. Yep. But uh, Adrian in the comments, home, away, or third kit? What's your favourite? Third. I want to wear that third kit. It looks nice. Well, um, I, can, I can give you good news on that front then. This week. Eastern Lions, Ooh. Friday night lights. Okay. So not this Monday, yep. but on the Friday night. Mm-hmm. So of course, the kit's inspired by the Friday night okay. lights. Yep. It's going to be yep. our debut in our third kit. Yep. And uh, make sure you get those orders in. Now, the pre-order might have sold out by now, but check the website. Mm. I haven't checked it in a little while. But uh, yeah, you okay. like the you like the third? Looks good. Um, the models who wore it, uh, the boys, they look really good in them. Nah, oh, okay. No, nah, the boys back there didn't say. <laughs> didn't think so. We were the part of the first models, Benji. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, right. wasn't too happy about it. Yeah, um, that's all right. That's all right. Who's the other one? Um, uh, I, th- I think was this Div was Dibs, uh, yep. Aysen, and all those boys. Yep. John Roberts. Look like the heavies at the, yeah. at the uh, train stop. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. yeah. Um, I love that shot of Aysen pulling up the hoodie. <laughs> yeah. That's some. Yep. Uh, that one actually mm. scares me. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep paralysis, but it's Ace like <laughs> <laughs> in the corner of the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We've got. I think I'll ask this one to to Jake rather yeah. than you because it'll embarrass you. But Stefo's come through in the comments. Is Stubbley the Preston Danny Alves or Cafu? Stubbley's. I'd say Danny Alves. Yeah, just the way he goes in and out of players. Like I love. Even sometimes if the end product doesn't doesn't work, you just want your players to have the confidence to drive at the defenders. And majority of the defenders in this league are not on the same. Um, no disrespect, but we are quality uh, opposed to them every weekend on paper, right? So when you've got boys like Stubbley and left back now, Dalibor and stuff like that, overlapping, running down the, the flanks and putting balls in and stuff, um, we're very successful. And you see his footwork, he just weaves in and out and mm. you get two, three, four players coming at him at, at a time and they just, they can't win the ball. And that's just what we want. Sometimes, look, the end product doesn't work. Sometimes it does. And even when it 
you know, doesn't, we still got a goal out of it the other week at Kingston. So, so to speak, you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, like, unreal. What a player. I love watching him play and he's known since pre-season. I've always, always put him, even in training games, Stubbs, get on my right, please. Thank you. And just work, we, we work together yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was really like, re- enjoyable to do pre-season up until obviously, you know, a couple shoulders came out and whatnot. But, um, yeah, no, I really love playing with him and I think he's going to do great here at the club and he's going to continue playing in the same form that he, he has been in recent weeks, but he's only going to get better as the season goes on, as, you know, the fitness keeps on coming into his game and, you know, that's what we need at the back end of the year as well. And, and not every manager is going to let both fullbacks go forward at the mm. same time, but yeah. Louis different breed mm. like that. He doesn't mind taking a few risks. Yeah. And that you saw that on Friday with Dalibor popping up in the six-yard box. Mm. And I second-guessed myself on the call because I'm thinking... He's the left back. That can't be him. That must have been Figs yep, or yep. someone. I, you know, so I, I waited to call his mm. name because I had to be sure. Yep. So I was thinking, that's not that's not a left back's position. <laughs> yeah. Poachers the cross finish in, on the figs, swivel, yep, yep. crossing one fullback to another. I mean, mm. that's a pretty satisfying way to score a goal. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, who was it? They, figs got called for the goal as well over the loudspeaker. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wasn't, yeah, 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 wasn't yeah, and that, that sucked it. me out as well. I was like, <laughs> I've got it wrong. Yeah, 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 he wasn't too happy about it. Just the height difference gave, told me that it wasn't Jordan. So yeah. <laughs> But that's, I don't know, you said that you got mixed up between Dalibor and Fig, so I'm not too sure how you got... Well, they went in the same group hug, so I was like, who actually put the ball in? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. You you got three fades with him, him, uh, uh, Dalibor and and Delano. You got three fades just all in the one group hug and three different heights. So I'm like, which one was it? Which one was it? Oh, you can tell one pays 80, one pays 70, one pays 60 on a weekly basis for that phase. So Jordy's is a little bit better. (laughs) He's going to love that one. <laughs> no. Shout out to Delano, he's a good barber as well. Mm. No, if anyone needs a haircut, he'll yeah, yeah. give you a fish. Pharaoh fades. Yeah, Pharaoh fades, yeah. yeah. Shout out uh, Delano. He's and been informed too, what a player yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah. Very yep. nippy. Yeah. That's yep. they're the kind of players like I love playing I hate playing against, but I love playing with like your Stubblies, Delano's, just the little nippy players getting in mm. and, and driving at defenders and you're you're basically on the back foot every time like falling over your own feet and I think that's just you know, mm. we have team meetings and we talk about playing to our own strengths. Uh, individually and that's what now we're starting to I think coming in doing uh, a lot more than what we did at the start of the year everyone knows okay I've got a bit of pace I'm good at one-on-one attacking I can do this good I can cross a ball and now we're starting to do that a lot more the training drills are coming into the games a lot more so what we're working on is actually converting into goals and I think just like I said keep doing that and yeah I think first place will be ours by the end of the year just on Delano I mean you as a fullback mm-hmm. and as you know, you know some watching him how impressed are you that he can just sort of slide in there mm. into a left back spot when he's mm. a right footer yeah you know it's not mm. it's not easy yeah he just uh it seems to flick a switch and be able to do that be able to um know when to go and when to stay as well that's one of the major things that um i can see with delano he uh even even it's uh, uh northgate they put him as right back when i came off and he didn't go he stayed he did his job we'll tune it up um and just yeah, did exactly what he needed to do. So it was, it's really impressive to see that, and then go and score goals um, from uh, left back position against Dandy, uh, left wing uh, last week, and then he scored against Northgate. No, mm. it's the no, no, um, scored against Northgate mm. two weeks ago. Yeah, he one. scored against Juve with his chest. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. And then one against uh, Dandy Nong City earlier, yep, the spectacular yep. one mm, with his cutting in right foot. Yeah, look mm. good. The lost goal when the stream died, but <laughs> we could we got it, we found it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's very um, definitely impressive to be able to do both of those. I think um, he was doing that. Uh, Benji was doing that as well before his injury, and um, just couldn't get the uh, the goal he's been waiting a couple of years for. But that's coming. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, year number six, he should be able to get that one. Um, 
which would be good. Uh, but uh, yeah, players like that definitely as a fullback. Um, Delano was running at me. I'm not going to have a fun fun day. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's uh, definitely impressive. Great question off the Facebook from Michael. Why the number 35? <laughs> um, that's he suggested yeah. that it might be because of Nick Dacos. Oh, Dacos. No, so Dacos <laughs> took my number. Is going to claim it. Um, Kevin Durant took my number. I'm going to take it So... Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not happy about it. But no, it's, careful. It's, Nick yeah. Dacos is a, he's a Preston lad. Yeah, yep, yeah, he's, he is. He's, he's the Dacos family. Shout sorry, out. Sorry, yep. yesterday actually. <laughs> First AFL game, Collingwood uh-huh. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, unreal. No, yeah, he was a freak. Forty touches, two goals, not bad. Um, but uh, it started when I was a kid. Um, so I grew up in the country, and we had little clinics that we had, um, and you got a random number. And every year, randomly, I got number thirty-five, and that was it. You got a shirt and had number thirty-five in the back. So three years in a row, I had that number. So all my kits had number 35. So once I could choose the number, I was like, oh, why would I, why would I change? Um, yeah. yeah, so I always kept that one. There's no Love other that. reason other than that, which has been good. Um, and no one ever has it. If I ever have to try and fight someone for a number, number four is always pretty pretty nice. Um, I used to have that when I was a little bit younger, but I was like, no one ever has 35. So every, every club I go to, every time um, I had a team, juniors, whatever, I got, I got that number every time. It was great. Mm. Well, uh, there's not as much competition over that, that number as there might be over the number seven. With that, mm. uh, yep. no. Yeah, well, we're talking about how, you know, how long hasn't he scored for five years <laughs> ongoing? going? leading goal scorer, MPL mm. New South Wales. So Benji might have to take the two and we'll give it over to s- number seven to Yurisevsky. But we'll talk about that later on. Yep. You know, we won't yep. talk about that on air. We no, don't want to no, give no, too no, much no. away right yep. now. You know, don't worry about it now. I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I've said on the, said on the uh, broadcast, you know, he's... He's still waiting for his first Preston goal. <laughs> yeah, I was and, and going huge on every Benji <laughs> chance because this yeah, might be it. This might be it. It, so, was, uh, it was actually the Lang Warren one. Oh, I was, I was watching about to it say, from home. Oh. I was, I was, I had, I was sick. So you know, Geordie went to the game himself, and it was the first time I got to watch a game from home and listen to you commentating. Firstly, Josh, take my hat off to you. But mm, you know, thank you. Yep, yep. No one probably you know appreciates your hard work. So I'd like to say you know well done. Um, He's just trying to keep you. <laughs> <so. laughs> um, but seriously, like you're commentating when you said. Or, you know, he's been waiting a few years and whatnot for his goal. It's like, you know, poor, poor kid, you know, he's, he's trying, he's trying, you know, you got to give him a break, you know, he's just Benji, you know, he's, just a little, he's the jet, he's the jet, he can't do everything, he can't mm. score the goals, give it to someone else, Benji. Just cut it back to Geordie, <laughs> no. Geordie was there, he had the hands in there, give it back to him, man, just square it to him. No, I was behind him, I actually wanted the shot, that was the one, he had the shot, did the knee slide, he was ready, he thought he was in, um, but yeah, I was, I was actually filthy, I wanted that shot, to be honest, I was right behind him. Um, but no, it's, it's uh, definitely coming. Most most yep. premature celebration uh, until Tommy Petkovsky thought it was the final whistle. <laughs> Lang Warren <and laughs> ran off, yes. ran off into the middle distance. When no it was an offside way. call in the 85th minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes. no yeah, yeah, unbelievable. That's a, that's a Tommy special. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. good. Uh, yeah, I reckon we better call it a night, lads. It's mm. been a pleasure, yeah. Jake. Thank you for joining no, me. Yeah. Thank, thank you for having me. You're welcome for having me as well. And I'll be back next week, fellas. <laughs> nice to nice to put you to use around here. Oh. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. Lots of fun. Yep. No, I, think, I, now, think, yeah, I right. think we'll keep him. I think he's done it. Well done, mate. Uh-oh. New co-host of the Lions Den. Congratulations. Thank you, I appreciate <laughs> your time, mate. And Andrew Stubbley. Stubblinio. Stubblinio. Oh, Thanks for joining go. us, mate. No, yeah. good. You'll Anytime. be back, mate. You'll be back. That's no, good. Oh, before just have I to, go. Wait, just have to shout out that I actually used to play against you. Um, yeah. Oh, we, what, how many years ago? I wasn't going to bring know. it up. I, I, I had to. I used to play. It was good. Mate, how bad were you back in the oh, day? Oh, it was terrible. Oh, we got shows. <laughs> no, no, it was good. Um, Eltham, I believe. Yes. Yes. Um, what, 10 years ago? I don't even Eltham, know. Red Bat. Yeah. Uh, Eltham uh, Eagles. Eagles. I've forgotten the name of my own club. Oh, mate, come on. Um, mm. So, I remember 
we had a church league nationals, mm. and you were in the, the team below me, I think. Okay. Juniors so I was in, yeah. So yep. I was in like the under 16s, and you were in the 14s. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, we we won the grand final. You lost. In the we grand got done. Final. Scored yeah. though. I remember that you one. You did. Yeah. You scored an unbelievable yeah. goal. Chipped the keeper from thirty-five yards out. <laughs> and yeah. I, I tried to console you afterwards. Oh, I came up to you and I said, "Oh, look, you scored an awesome goal, mate. Like unlucky. Yep. You didn't want to hear it. Oh you, no, you, you, none, brushed, you gave me the, no, the old brush off. Still none of it. No. And another memory I have of playing against you is it would have been a terrible like Divi six men's <laughs> senior game. You would have yes. been about nine years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit older than you, and I think you nutmegged me at least once, yes. and most yep. of my teammates about twice. And we thought, who's this kid? Who's, <laughs> yep. who's yeah. this child that they let on the pitch? Yep. But I no got, one could yep. catch you to hack mm. you down. I got told, so the two things, if I, I was allowed to play seniors when I was that old, if um, I wasn't allowed to tackle anyone, and I wasn't allowed to get tackled. That was my two rules I had. My dad said, you can play, but you can't do that, because I was such a small kid. If I got tackled, I was done. That <laughs> leg was broken. Um, yeah, I was dead up, but... Um, Oh, I loved it. There were some big yep. clumsy boys oh, yeah. trundling around in that Div league. Div seven, Div oh, was bad. Mo- most yep. of them had been banned from the, uh, mm. you know, the FFE, so they yep. go over to the yep. church league so they can hack people. And yeah, right. Good. I think Stanbo's actually just brought something about the church league now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know more. That's what he's saying. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's our signal. Well, yep, me, me and Stubbs doing the remember when, so uh, I think yeah. that's their signal to <laughs> sign off. But uh, thank you for joining us on tonight's episode of the Lions. Dan, it's been an absolute treat. Stubbs.